Double Team Podcast is back on this draft day for the NBA. All kind of moves being made, positioning for the draft. Nick Wiggins and Steven Root are here to break it all down. We've already had some moves being made. Um, some things happening since we talked last post-NBA Finals, Game 5, that wrapped it up. Nick, what's up? I'm good, man. Uh, you know, I'm excited for this draft. I'm excited to see the new GOAT join the league. I'm excited to see what my Atlanta Hawks do. They're supposed to be making a lot of moves. It, it, it's, a, it's a very exciting day for the NBA uh, fan. And, you know, they say the NBA offseason is sometimes better than the regular season, if not most of the time. And this is one of the biggest days uh, that brings that all to be true. Yeah, I mean, you know, this time of year with free agency and the draft and, and deadlines when moves have to be made, it's all going on. Already we've had Porzingis on the move, Marcus Smart no longer a Celtic, didn't think mm. I would ever see the day. Um, we can break down the details of that trade, but all kind of rumors, players have opted out. We'll try to keep all that straight for you. Um, Pistons at five, do they screw it up? I hope not. Yes. Uh, New now, you know, Wimbenyama's set, but number two flip flopping there, it seems. Um, we'll get into the draft a little later. Let's go ahead and start with this trade that happened because that's news that has definitely happened. And, yeah. um, and the Celtics, man, who I, me, might me higher than you on the Celtics all the time, it seems. I think they are better. Hate to lose Marcus Smart, but well, well, let's you're skipping a trade, okay? So, Malcolm Brogdon, yeah was going to be traded to the Clippers, and then Marcus Morris was going to go to Washington, and Chris Stapps was going to come to Boston. Yeah, That all went downhill because apparently Malcolm Brogdon has a horrible shoulder injury, enough to where he probably isn't going to get traded at all this year as much as maybe Boston might want to. Then reports came out that, no, Boston and Washington are going to make this deal work. They're going to figure it out. Then the news comes through that Marcus Smart is being sent to Memphis. Chris Stapps is coming to Boston. Tyus Jones is going to Washington. And the Celtics are coming out with two first-round picks. So when I saw that, I thought, wow, I see this as a win-win-win trade. Uh, you know, look, now, look at Memphis. They got the past two defensive player of the years, man. Yeah. That's scary. I don't know how you can call it a win for Washington. I think you. you it's a, what, what do you mean? Chris Stapps was going to opt out of his contract and leave. So you're not getting anything. And instead you're getting Tyus Jones, the best backup point guard in the league. And Danilo Gallinari and Mike Muscala, just players at this point. But uh, yeah. hey, man, you know, Danilo Gallinari, Mike Muscala and Chris Paul, you know where they all played together? Clippers? No. OKC, yeah, OKC, a team right. that nobody thought would do anything, and they did. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, good for <laughs> good for Washington for getting something. I would expect um, a possible buyout situation for for, sure. for Gallinari. Um, I don't know about Muscala. You just keep him around, maybe. But he's good. Maybe buy him out too. But yeah, I mean, the one that fell apart. Okay, but I do, I do like this for Memphis, man. I mean, you're. I mean, Tyus Jones and Marcus Smart like played important roles for their team. Tyus Jones was kind of the perfect guy to slide in when Morant was out. Um, mm -hmm. But 
you know, Smart can do that. I mean, Marcus Smart was so important in his role for Boston. I like it. You know, you're going to get rid of Dylan Brooks if you are Memphis and adding a guy like this who's uh, just, you know, goes about his job in such a a better way where, you know, he's not running his mouth on the level that Dylan Brooks was, but he's a better player than Dylan Brooks. He's everything that Dylan Brooks thinks that he is. <laughs> right. Right. So, you know, Jaron Jackson and Marcus Smart on the same team is is very scary. Um, I don't think we talked about, I think the 25-game suspension for John Morant happened after mm. our last show. Are you surprised there? I think I said 40, man. I thought they were going to – I mean, all the talk was that, you know, a big splash was going to come from this. I thought it might be a little more than 25, but reports of a toy gun and, you know – the fact I, he hasn't broken any laws, I don't think he yeah. could have really gone all that way to half a season. Yeah, I think it was a perfect number, really. I mean, look, Ron Artest didn't even get a full year. He got like 70-something games. Uh, John Moran, I mean, yeah, he kept flashing a gun online, give him 25 games. Like, that's, you know, right around a quarter to a third of the season. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think that's fine. It okay. doesn't necessarily hurt. Memphis too much, but it's enough to like that is going to put a little knock on your record if you can't figure it out without him. Yeah, I, I had no problem with. It. I saw that the players' association was appealing it, thinking that it was too much. I was just like, yeah, y'all yeah, should be happy. Well, the the players' association that's that's their job. They're just trying to you know do something. But yeah, okay, well we're not going to spend a lot of time on that. But John Morant won't be out for a ton of time. You know. A good chunk of the season, sure, but having Marcus Smart just holds everything down in such a way that, you know, I think they'll be fine. They'll be a, a good regular season team, you know, until sure. Moran gets yes. back. And, you know, like you're losing Tyus Jones, who was awesome when Ja was out. Best assist to turnover ratio in the NBA. But Marcus Smart, as much as we cringe when he was the lead playmaker and offensive initiator in Boston, he can do it. He's done it before and in big moments. So having that is, I think, not too big of a dip from Tyus and yeah. just his defensive capabilities and his veteran leadership is just a perfect match. And did you know, here, here's a fun fact. Tony Allen and Marcus Smart both went to Oklahoma State. Mm -hmm. Tony Allen and Marcus Smart both played for Boston. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Allen and Marcus Smart both end up in Memphis. Okay, I like it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th I think Memphis could remain aggressive here and try to do something else. I could see a, uh, you know, them trying to make a move for a Kyle Kuzma, maybe. I don't know. I really haven't heard that, but I could see it. I could see him fitting I, I, in. I, I, I'm not, I don't hate that idea. Yeah. Uh, well, Boston, man, that, let's talk about Boston. They get the best player in this whole trade. Um, you talk about Brogdon, man, and, yeah, he's he's definitely got a, an injury. It's going to be an issue. Um, but, you know, you don't know how much time he's going to miss. I mean, maybe you just try to keep him. If, if that fell through because of that injury with the trade that, you know, the trade that fell through, um, then okay. Maybe that's just your guy if he can get right by the some point in the season. But Porzingis, man, are they? I don't see how you could pick another team in the East and say they're better than Boston right now. 
I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man, especially right now before a lot of teams get other moves made, right? Boston was kind of the first to pull the trigger on a big move, I guess, other than Phoenix, obviously. Um, have we done a show since that happened? Since what? Since Bradley Beal went to the Suns. <laughs> no, how about that? Let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang uh, on. Let, let's finish. Let's finish. That's, that's let's was hard about uh, doing a weekly show, man. We miss so much. No. I mean... Something I just said that. Happened. I was like, oh, first of all, I'm like, wait, no way. Let, let's finish on the Boston and then we'll okay. hop over there. All right. So, you know, the elite teams every year, they're trying to figure out how do we beat the elite team? When Golden State was elite, it was how do we make a team that beats Steph? When it's Giannis, how do we find a team that can stop a Giannis? Now it's Nikola Jokic. So you have the big white foreign guy that can play <laughs> defense, do offense. What do you do? You go and get your own. Go get your one. Chris yeah. <laughs> Porzingis, man, 25 points per game, seven rebounds, one block, shoots over 35% from three. Only two players did that last year. Chris Stapps and Kevin Durant. Mm. People hate on Chris Stapps, man, but he's good. He is. And coming off his best year of his, of his career, yeah. he, he's turning 28. He's still 27. He's about to turn 28. So, I mean, stretch run here for the Celtics, getting him – at his age, I mean, yeah, the health will always be a concern with Porzingis, but, man, if they're healthy. I mean, you know, there might be some veterans you can bring in to kind of round everything out for Boston. Have well, you point. seen the rumor that What's came that? out today? What's that? Boston is targeting a reunion, Kyrie Irving. Nah, I'm not I'm not buying that. No way. No. Don't Sham do that. said it, not me. Uh, well, okay, but not going to happen. I promise that won't happen, and they'd be crazy to do that. I mean, that would – I mean, Jalen Brown now going to third banana when he's upset with being second banana. I mean, I just – you know, I don't like that at all. Do not mess with what you have. I think Porzingis, that's the perfect kind of addition you make. Um, I don't know. I, I think their talent is now heading heading above everybody else in the East. They've got they've got to find a guard. I mean, you're losing. What are you losing in Marcus Smart? You're losing basically your lead guard and a very intense, um, you know, scrappy guy, veteran in the locker room. You're replacing some of his defense with Derek White. Derek White was honestly playing better defense in the playoffs than Smart anyway. But it's Marcus Smart, so but. That's why they were able to make that move. You know, they're confident in Derek White and what he can do. But you got to get that vet point guard. I don't know if you try and get uh, a Chris Paul, if there's a buyout. Um, maybe Kyrie. I don't know. that. You know, I'm with you. That seems a little unrealistic. Do you try and find a Mike Conley? You, you go and find a vet guard who will take a $10 million deal and wants to win a ring. And if they can get a good one, Boston is basically a lock to win it all. Pat Bev. Uh, maybe not that one. I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I don't know. I love the move. I, I don't think there's a move I would have liked a lot more. I mean, you know, keeping Tatum and Brown together, number one. Do not throw a Kyrie in there and screw everything up. Keep Tatum and Brown together. Make those guys happy. Porzingis will be fine in his role. You won't hear him complain. Um, so I like it. Dude coming off his best year of his career. So, you know, if he can stay healthy, that, that's the key. He's got to stay healthy. And people give Chris Tapps a bad rap, man. Like, I don't. He's not, he's not a number one guy. We get that. He went and played with Luca. Luca ain't been into the playoffs since he lost him. Yeah. Uh, 
And you know, it's hard being the second banana to Luca because you're you're not gonna get many touches at all based off Luca's play style. Then he comes to Washington and just nobody gives a you know a crap about the Wizards or watches Wizards games. So even though he's playing elite and is having like 45, 20 games every now and then and best season of his career, because he's in Washington, no one cares. So but Boston cared. Boston was watching and they really uh they really came out on top and and they got two first round picks. Yeah, I, I like it. But hey, Bradley Beal's a son. Let's uh, do that one. I can't believe yeah. we do talk to each other. We do kind of play in this show, but you know, you, every little well, it's thing. Just it's we, not a little we thing. talked about it on the phone right when it yeah, happened. That's why Maybe I was in my confused. brain, I thought that that was the show. Right. I I did the same thing. But okay. So break it down for us. I mean, are they are they on the level with Denver now? They got Bradley Beal. Is that is that what they were missing? I was shocked. I couldn't believe it when I heard it. Of all teams, mm-hmm. get Beal, I never would have thought it would be them. Well, and a lot of the stuff online is that it was like highway robbery. Bradley Beal for Chris Paul and Landry Shamit and a bunch <laughs> of seconds. Like, what? What are we doing? Well, let's really think about this. Bradley Beal is one of the only few players in the NBA. I don't even know what other ones have him, but he's got a no trade clause. So basically, he's going to dictate any trade he wants. Originally, Washington was like, we want DeAndre Ayton. And Phoenix might have even been like, maybe, sure. But if Bradley Beal was like, nah, I ain't going over there unless DeAndre Ayton is there too. Then they got to be like, oh, God, okay, I guess we'll do Chris Paul. And, you know, if uh, Miami was off in Tyler Hero and Duncan and a pick, it doesn't matter how much better that package was. If Bradley Beal says, mm, nah, I'm good. <laughs> the Wizards had their hand tied. Hey, why would you offer Bradley Beal a quarter of a billion dollar contract with a no trade clause when you know you're going to trade him? Like, it makes no sense. That's why they're under new ownership and the ownerships, they're doing a fire sale. They're just cleaning house. But so Washington, I mean, uh, Bradley Beal goes to Phoenix. From Phoenix's perspective, everyone's like, oh my God, KD's got another super team. What the, this makes no sense. Let's think about it. Bradley Beal still has that no trade clause. If for some reason Bradley Beal's like averaging 17 a game, not really doing too much. Sorry, Phoenix, you're screwed. You got him for four more years. And, you know, as high level of a player as he is, Devin Booker, he's a guy who likes to shoot, create his own shot, and can kill in the mid-range. Kevin Durant, he's a guy who likes to shoot, get his own shot, and can kill in the mid-range. Bradley Beal, he's a guy who likes to shoot, get his own shot, and kill in the mid-range. It's, it's all the same player. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. So maybe they, like, even if Bradley Beal was playing on the Suns team this year, they're not beating Denver, No, even if Bradley Beal was there. So I think it was kind of a, a pretty mute move overall. I do, too. I, I And it's crazy to think or say that, I don't think Denver like got better. I not Denver, excuse me, Phoenix. Phoenix. It's like, yeah, you add a great player, but that was not the issue. I mean, you know, figuring out what to do with Aiton, I guess. I mean, you know, we've heard Frank Vogel say that you know you want to commit to Aiton. You you like what he offers and the talent. Uh, but now, I mean, you've got three of the same guys. You're right. What is the bench going to look like? I mean, nothing. I, what is the bench? I know, and that was the issue before. So, 
you can you can get a little creative with rotations a little bit, I guess, but I, I just don't understand for I understand Beal just wanted to, you know, have it going there. I mean, I get his side, but Phoenix, why why do you do this? I don't I don't love it. I mean, I think they adding have a to trade DeAndre Ayton. They have to flip DeAndre Ayton for like two or three really good role players. That's the only option. Cause right now, just if hey, we got these four guys and they're all on four-year deals and they're all making max money. We can't sign anyone else that isn't getting a vet minimum. That's where they're at right now. Yeah. And yeah. it's just not going to work. Like DeAndre Ayton, if y'all, if you are going to go like the super top heavy route, DeAndre Ayton can't be the your one enforcer. Because these are all offensive guys. Bradley Bill's got injury history. He's not a good defender. Kevin Durant's got injury history. Like he's not about to be playing power forward like he was in Golden State no. and averaging almost two blocks a game. We're not doing that with Kevin Durant anymore. So you got to get some enforcing, uh, rough nosed guys. And I'm going to tell you, my guy, P.J. Tucker, man, he's worth more than a vet minimum, so I don't want him going out there. <laughs> oh, maybe they could get a uh, maybe they could get a Dylan Brooks if nobody wants Dylan Brooks. I know Dylan Brooks not, wants Houston's $20 million pay a year. $20 million. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come on, not happening. But I don't know, man. I, I just – the news was so shocking and trying to figure out how it's all going to work. I, I was just not expecting the move – one but then i was kind of shocked at like my reaction to it is i don't get it i don't get it i don't see how you know denver or did it again how phoenix you're the, you're in the same spot you're in the same spot um, I, I would I, compare it to like on black friday they always got these tvs for like 80 percent off you already got a tv in every room of your house but you're just like at Walmart, you're like, damn, this is just an amazing deal. Like, I need this new 70-inch TV. This one's got, oh, this one's like a smart TV. Oh, it comes with Hulu. I need it. And you get home and your wife's like, why the hell did you buy this? What are we going to do with this? You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's what Phoenix yeah. did. They were like, oh, what an amazing deal. We just have to get this guy. And now they're thinking like, oh, well, we can't move him. You can't move him now. You're stuck with him. And you're not moving Booker or Durant. I don't I mean, know. I'll bring up Pat Bev again. I mean, you know, that's the kind of guy you need. That's the kind of attitude or, or player you need. But uh, I just don't know where you're getting guys to fill out your bench that are going to be willing to. I mean, I just can't think of a, a number of players that are going to take the minimum. I, I don't know. But we'll see. And they're, and they're so top heavy, but it's not even like over top heavy. We've got LeBron, Kyrie, Kevin Love. Like they're not even top heavy where they're diverse in their skill set. Yeah. You know, they're top heavy where they all do the same thing. Devin Booker and Bradley Beal are like two of the most comparable players we have in the league. Yeah. I mean, they're the same guy almost. But, you know, the injury. And how are we going to be feeling when Bradley Beal's averaging 18 yeah. points a game? Where are the points? Yeah. How's he going to get his? I mean. 18, 3, and 3. I hope you're happy paying this dude 60 million bucks for the mm. next four years. Yeah, unless. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Unless... The, only, the only sliver of hope is that Bradley Beal becomes almost like Ray Allen did in Boston. Because, you know, Ray Allen was that guy in uh, Milwaukee yeah. or in Seattle. And then he comes and he's like, all right, I'm going to be the third guy and I'm going to kind of become like this real catch-and-shoot knockdown guy. Now, Bradley Beal is nowhere near as good a shooter as Ray Allen, but he's going to have to really change – the way he plays basketball 
Because I don't know if being in Washington and being that guy on a crappy team and always being the alpha and then coming and being number three, like a Kevin Love did, like a Chris Bosh did, like mm-hmm. a Ray Allen did. I mean, he's just got to he's got to get comfortable being in that role and also being like the highest paid one, which is kind of odd, too. It is. I mean, Booker is is going to be the guy over him for sure. But yeah, got to find your role. I'll, I'll be excited to watch them, but I, I still think look out for an Aiton move. I don't know what you're getting in, getting in return for Aiton. I don't think it's a ton. I mean, you, you know, you'll find people that would be interested in Aiton, but. You know, for for watching these deals that have gone down, it, it seems like these teams are getting players for a steal left and right. I don't know. I don't see Aiton yeah. returning a ton, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. Let's let's leave that there and move on. Um, draft tonight. We'll see. There's a couple You're things. Even we'll get... more trades, man. Even crazier trades tonight. I know. We'll, and we'll get to like the actual guys getting drafted a little yeah. a little bit to end the show, but. Um, how about opt-outs? We've got Kuzma. We've got Middleton. We've got Draymond. Mm-hmm. Draymond what, what's going to happen with Draymond, man? Tell me that. Draymond Green is going to be a Dallas out. Maverick. Yeah, I could see it. I could see him wearing the Dallas green and white. I He's been hanging out and making jokes about LeBron a lot, mm-hmm. but I don't see that happening. Um yeah. I, I don't see that happening at all. Dr- Draymond can, is going to get a $30 million deal. Mm. Even though he's old, even though he can't really do anything at this point anymore, <laughs> but his leadership enough is, is basically worth that. I don't think Golden State is going to roll it back and give him the contract he wants. No. But I think Dallas would be a team that would be like, you know what, hey, here's here's three years, 90 mil. Here's four years, 120 or whatever. Come Yeesh. retire with Luca and you know help him out and and then that also changes the way Luca has to play because it yeah. can't be so get in the corner because Draymond ain't gonna be in the corner he can't <laughs> be that guy so they're gonna have to be creative and uh I, I think that is what's gonna happen I could see two of these opt-outs being Mavericks I could see Middleton and Draymond being a Maverick mm-hmm. we'll see but uh I I agree I could you can just kind of picture him with Dallas and I don't like three years and 90 million. I like three years, maybe 70, but. Uh, no, uh, man. See, that's it. That's what I'm telling you. Golden State paid three years, 70. These other teams have to know if we want a guy like Draymond. We got to pay him big money, whether yeah. he's worth it or not. It's it's a culture thing. You know, Chris Paul yep. was making 40 something mil in mm. OKC, but it was totally worth it for the culture that he set. And they're still riding high off it now. Yeah. I think Dallas, I you can try to look elsewhere. I mean, you know, if if Portland was really able to add another piece, an offensive piece, a wing, mm-hmm. I could see Portland maybe. But I don't know. Dallas makes a lot of sense. We'll see. Middleton, Bruce Brown, that's a big one for Denver. Yeah. Someone's, someone's going to pay Bruce Brown, and I don't think it's going to be sure. Denver. I do not think it's going to be Denver. He is I don't think they everywhere. can afford him, yeah. Uh, he everywhere he has been, former Piston, former Net, everywhere he's been, he's a dog, man. I love Bruce Brown, and there's going to be a team that that will gladly pay him probably what he deserves at this point. So that's the big one. I I, I can't really predict where a lot of these guys will go. We can give you a what, few teams maybe, but Bruce what are you Brown, thinking about Chris Middleton? That's a big one. That's Giannis's number two guy. They just won a ring uh, not too long ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, Milwaukee will have to 
figure out what to do if if I mean he's still... opt he's opting out of 40 mil a one yeah. year 40 million dollars that's a huge deal he's not gonna get that no. in free agency so no. it's like I guess he's betting on a long term he wants to re-up on that ah uh, I mean he's gonna be getting about 30 million um I don't know though does Milwaukee kind of see this as an out maybe I mean we got to remember, I mean, Middleton, their championship run, they're not winning without him. I mean, he was he was the guy. But, you know, this past year, question marks and, you know, whether it's, again, Dallas, too, I, I could see that. He's kind of been rumored that Dallas could be a fit for him. But there's a, almost every team in the league could use a Chris Middleton, for sure. You know, he's one of those guys. It's not like Draymond where you, you can maybe come up with a couple teams that you could see him fitting in on that need that type of player, Middleton could slide in about anywhere and be all right. So, you know, Miami's out there, you know. That wouldn't be horrible. It wouldn't be at all. Miami's out there. Um, we talk about Portland, Dame Lillard. They're they're saying they're shutting down talks again. I just I hate this runaround with Lillard. It's the same thing every time. But, you know. We'll, we'll it, find out at the end of tonight what's going to happen because – if Portland takes the pick and drafts a player, Damian Lillard is going to be gone. If they if they uh, trade that pick away and bring in a Zion, a Siakam, some high-level current star, Dame will stay. So Portland's future is all hindering on uh, tonight's draft. Yeah, I mean, what about like the Knicks? What about the Hawks? I mean... <laughs> I could see for what for Dame or just in general trade no, and stuff for Middleton. I could see oh. Middleton sliding in any any of these teams. There's a ton of. I them. mean, yeah, I could definitely see Middleton in Atlanta, Sacramento, Memphis. I mean, Sacramento actually sounds perfect. Yeah. Uh now that I'm now that I'm hearing all the names, I I because I I don't think they're keeping Harrison Barnes. So and and Chris Middleton's an upgrade of that. Golden I think State. that would be a good a really awesome fit. Golden State, too. I mean. Potentially. I mean, look, you're getting off Draymond so you can bring in another guy. And at this point, is Chris Middleton better than Clay? That, that's a question. I mean, Clay's, Clay's mm. had his rough spots here, and, and there's real concern about what he is going to be moving forward. And Middleton, again, like I, I said. I think if you're Golden State, you talk Kyle Kuzma into signing a $25 million deal. I would like that kind of more of a, a bigger body you need. Um, He's, he was good with LeBron. I he like can play defense. He's smart. Bring him out there. I mean, if, if you're losing Draymond and you're getting Kuzma and you get off that pool contract somehow, I think that that would be really good for uh, Golden State. Yep. All right. Um, I like it. Yeah, Middleton, wherever he goes, that'll that'll be one to watch. We'll see. Um, draft tonight. There's there's plenty of rumors going around. You know, we'll we'll kind of tie in what's going on with that number two pick in Charlotte. Um, a lot of interviews being done by Brandon Miller, who was the favorite to go number two. Kind of looked like it was locked up that that was their guy. But this dude has come out and said every possible thing to just murder that idea that he's going to go number two. Coming out and trashing yeah. Jordan, saying Paul George is his goat. Um, I mean, I get it. As far as player comps for Brandon Miller, it would be Paul George, um, whether that's a coincidence or not. But whatever, that's the guy he said he grew up watching and liking. That's his goat. 
Um, well, but in- Paul George is great too. Like we get that. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, but you know, come on, you're gonna sit there and just say, you know, Jordan's just another guy. You know, you're coming out and saying some wild things about the Michael Jordan. And now calling him old now, talking about he airball on a free throw when when Miller was working out with the Hornets. And you talked a lot. And now guess what? You're not the favorite to go number two. That would be Scoot Henderson, the guy who to me is just I don't know. I'm kind of I'm a little I'm a little moving in the wrong direction with Brandon Miller and moving in the right direction with Scoot. I mean, I just talent wise, I think that is your number two guy. And um whether Charlotte keeps him or not, that's who other teams want. That's who New Orleans wants bad. And if you want to trade for Zion and that make that deal happen, then you have to draft Scoot. And then that three pick, if you do take Scoot number two, that three pick is no longer as valuable. I just think Scoot's a more valuable piece that play that the teams. I, I think want. the third pick is still valuable if Scoot goes two. People will still be trying to trade for it. I honestly think that might be what Portland might prefer. Because uh, maybe they can talk Dame into like, man, it's a six nine guy. He can shoot. He can play defense. This is what you can play with. With Scoot, it's like, hey man, we just got it. We're gonna do this Anthony Simons things again, again young <laughs> guard, make it work, and then Dame will really be out the door. But look, if you're telling Michael Jordan especially that your goat is Paul George, what I'm hearing is that this player is fine with not achieving anything in his career paul george has never won an mvp paul george has never won a big playoff game paul george has never played in the finals uh so if that's like oh this is my greatest of all time then something's off in your head you know you're not valuing success and winning you're val look paul george has got one of the deepest bags for a guy that's six nine i get that I like Paul George. I'm higher on Paul George than most people, I would say. But if that's who you're saying is your goat, then your your the way you value things is off, right? Yeah. And I think that's a red flag. Yeah. And um, I think maybe Jordan heard heard and saw that. I don't know if it's all on that, but Scoot Henderson's the complete opposite. He's a oh, yeah. dog. He's gonna grind it out. Everyone's like, man, Scoot Henderson. He can't really shoot that well. Dude shot 27 percent from three last year. But everyone's like, ah, don't worry about it. Scoot will be in the gym every single day until he's shooting 35% from three. But everyone's like, oh, it's just, it's fine. Anything that's wrong about him, he will grind and make it work. I mean, he's a 6'2 point guard. What are we talking about here? Brandon Miller, 6'9, elite, right? Defense, offense, he does it all. But yeah. there's that mentality, man. It's about that mentality. Michael well, Beasley was drafted before Russell Westbrook. <laughs> So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All all very true. Um, yeah, so it's interesting. We'll see. I think you gotta take Scoot. I think if you're Charlotte, try to make the deal with um New Orleans. Try to make that happen. And uh New Orleans, as far as like what they would need, they need a Scoot Henderson. So mm-hmm. that's exactly what they need. But yeah, we'll see. Um, all kind of stuff is gonna happen tonight. Well, what do you think's gonna happen? Is do the Trailblazers take the pick? And say, all right, Dame, see you later. This was nice. Or do they find a way to trade that pick and keep uh, Dame? They have to. They have to. cannot keep the pick and just roll with what they've got. I mean, yeah, they could sign a free agent here or there, but they have to do what they, you know, what people think they're going to do. And that's 
get off this pick for what you can and try to bring in help. They cannot just roll with drafting a 19-year-old and hoping that's going to satisfy Dame. It won't. It will not. So they, I just cannot see them sticking with it. Does Zion uh, play for the Pelicans on uh, Friday? No. 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 Where's well, he going to play? I don't think Zion's going to play for them again. I don't know if it's – Isn't that, Are we just talking injury or are we talking no, like he's no, going to be signed? I think he's going to be dealt. I think that the relationship is beyond repair there, and it's just best for everybody at this point to, you know, get what you can right now if, if you're New Orleans. But And what do you think that is? Because, see, originally it made sense like, oh, if Charlotte wants Brandon Miller, Portland's already talking about moving that pick. They probably prefer Zion. We want Scoot. Scoot's going to be available at three. That makes sense. But now that Charlotte is saying, uh, we're actually going to probably go with Scoot. Now, where where's Zion? Where does Zion end up? Well, I still think Charlotte's absolutely in play. And they might be saying that, you know, there might be a deal already there. And they know New Orleans wants Scoot. Um, so they're the ones that take Scoot to trade for Zion. Uh, I don't know. I just... I don't I mean, let me let, make one one guess. Name a team if you had to bet where's Zion playing on Friday. Oh, Charlotte. Dang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. I mean, he's he's from that area. But I mean, I, I think yeah. that that's that's kind of if you're gonna make a move, do that. He's got to have a change of scenery and get with a different uh staff that's gonna work with him and medical staff and something's got to change but i think zion's going to be a new orleans pelican on friday um i think jordan wants to really make a pick with his last pick really being kind of in charge of charlotte i think he's going to be like i'm setting my team up with their future franchise guy i'm out of here enjoy it i don't think he'd be like you know what my last move we're trading and we're getting zion i heard lamello i don't see it well, potentially Portland, that makes sense to me. But if it's Brandon Miller that's there, I don't think New Orleans makes that move. Um, I think, honestly, I think it's going to be we're, – we're really hyping it up. Like, there's going to be big moves, but I think everyone's going to get real gun-shy. And I actually don't <laughs> know if much of anything's going to happen in, in, like, the big blockbuster players. Yeah. We might see Capella move. We might see a Collins move. We might see kind of those, you know – decent starter level players move, but it's going to take a lot to have a legit superstar move. Yeah. Well, with the draft, things really start at four. That's where, you know, more of the question marks are with four and then five are my Detroit Pistons. I just hope they, I love Cam Whitmore out of Villanova. I mean, the dude's got a high floor. I love Cam Whitmore. Um, The Thompson twins, those guys are legit. And I would say amen goes four. And then you've got Osar, who will probably go quickly after him. Um, but for the Pistons, y'all don't need either the Thompson twins. Y'all got Ivy Cade. That's the positions that they play pretty much, right? Pretty much. I mean, you could, yeah, especially Amen. I mean, Amen's, you know, him and Cade Cunningham do a lot of the same things. But Osar, you could make that work with Cade, Ivy, and then Osar. Same thing with Whitmore. You're looking at these at these three guys um, playing in the three, like Taylor Hendricks too. Um, so that those guys will be available for them. I, I just personally like, um, 
Cam Whitmore and Taylor Hendricks, uh, both just super athletic guys. Uh, give me a Villanova guy any day of the week. They just For seem sure. to work. They seem to yeah. work. You give me the Villanova guy, I'll be happy. And, you know, he's got a super high floor, really athletic, can shoot. So that's that's what probably is going to be available is one of those guys like an Asar, like a Cam Whitmore, like a Taylor Hendricks, who are all athletic and can shoot pretty well. They all do the same things. Um, so beyond that, you I, know, I need my Atlanta Hawks to take Derek Lively, mm. seven foot one, you know, shot blocker, lob catcher. That's what we need. Or, and I don't even know if this is really what we need. I like Grady Dick, man. <laughs> yeah. Dude yeah. be shooting that thing. Dude can definitely shoot. Um, yeah, I, I like Grady Dick too. But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm trying to think like if there's, you know, there's really not there's a lot of the same kind of players, all at that after four spot. Um, you know, Taylor Hendricks is an interesting one too. But Jarris Walker is another guy, a dog on defense, really athletic. Um, Anthony Black from Arkansas. You know, there's 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 some good players, but. As far as my team going five, I just feel like Jarris Walker won. He's so good defensively. Um, him and Cam Whitmore, who's that Villanova guy. I love that, adding him to what you've got already already with Cade and Ivy. So that would make me happy. Um, we'll see. I mean, I'm we're not gonna spend we're gonna spend most of our time talking about the players already in the league and all that player movement. For sure. We're not gonna sit here and give you a whole show breaking down these college guys, but we know who they are, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. I hope there's moves tonight. I hope so, man. I hope it lives up to the hype. We'll see. NBA draft tonight. That's it. Once again, you've been double teamed.